I'm Dennis Astokasi of the Business Mirror, and this is the Brotherhood Podcast. Good day! Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror Brotherhood Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM podcast is based on the stock market outlook story written by Business Mirror reporter VG Kabuag and comes out every Monday. Today we podcast week 37 of the stock market outlook for September 12, 2022 to September 16, 2022. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version, please go to the company section of the Business Mirror website and the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Share prices tumbled last week as investors took profit on reports that the U.S. Federal Reserve supports another 75 basis points increase in its interest rates. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index fell 86.65 points to close at 6,606 points. Trading, however, were lackluster for the most part of the week as investors were looking for some guidance from both here and abroad to trade. The average daily value only reached 4.4 billion pesos, while foreign investors, which made up 44% of the trade, were net buyers at 1.16 billion pesos. All other sub-indices closed on the red, led by the broader All Shares Index, which fell 42.06 points to close at 3,506.47 points. The financials index declined 5.54 to close at 1,606.63. The industrial index shed 97.51 to close at 9,828.89. The holding firms index retreated 92.82 to close at 6,365.69. The property index dropped 50.02 to close at 2,934.94. The services index was down 1,677.03, and the mining and oil index shrunk 21.72 to close at 11,622.09. For the weak losers edge gainers, 144 to 82, and 27 shares were unchanged. The top gainers were Asisite Philippines Hotel Corporation, Chelsea Logistics and Infrastructure Holdings Corporation, Abacor Capital Holdings Incorporated, Iremit Incorporated, Manila Broadcasting Company, and Apex Mining Company Incorporated. The top losers, meanwhile, were Balayini Frutas Incorporated, All Home Corporation, National Reinsurance Corporation of the Philippines, Boulevard Holdings Incorporated, Berjaya Philippines Incorporated. LBC Express Holdings Incorporated and Zeus Holdings Incorporated. Trading may continue to move sideways this week as investors are still looking for impetus to trade. Broker to Trade Asia said the market may remain range bound as drivers to value both off and onshore 
are seen to fluctuate over the remainder of the third quarter. The broker said quality of assets is underscored to reduce the impact of motion sickness while the market attempts to base build. Jafet Luis Tanchalco, Fieldstocks Financials Incorporated Research Manager, said the local market is expected to move sideways with a further testing of the 6,600 level. Investors are expected to take cues from the Philippine pesos movement against the U.S. dollar as well as from other significant economic data coming next week, Tanchanko said. Tanchanko added that in Friday's trading, the peso was able to get back above the 57 peso level, closing at 56.82 per U.S. dollar. A continuation of its recovery momentum is seen to boost sentiment in the stock market, Tanchanko said. Tanchanko added that a depreciation is expected to lead to otherwise, however. He said investors are also expected to watch out for upcoming remittance from overseas, upcoming remittance from overseas Filipino workers, foreign direct investments, and balance of payments data for clues on the economy. Tanchanko said lingering worries over the recession risks in the United States and in Europe may continue to weigh on the market. According to a recent global recession watch by Oxford Economics, growth in the second half of advanced economies will be lackluster. Oxford Economics said that although the United States should see a return to economic growth, the boost will be largely offset by developments in Europe. Oxford Economics said it expects the huge surge in gas prices will ensure that most European economies fall into recession in the second half as households and businesses' bills climb. Oxford Economics expects relatively mild recession thanks in part to government action, but the outlook is highly uncertain. While the advanced economies in the aggregate aren't expected to contract for two consecutive quarters, the year 2022 can be characterized as a year of weak and bumpy growth, Oxford Economics said. Oxford Economics said this represents a usually disappointing performance relative to expectations of a post-lockdown rebound a year or so ago. Meanwhile, Moody's Investors Service Incorporated said Asia's emerging markets face tougher credit conditions as funding costs rise and growth slows. Larger diversified Asian economies are more resilient to the turn in the credit cycle, but elevated food and energy costs still pose social and economic risks, Moody's said. Asia's emerging markets remain an important engine of global growth, but commodity shocks the globalization trends and tighter financing conditions are casting a shadow on the outlook, according to Moody's Investor Service. As capital flows to emerging markets slow, smaller, frontier markets in Asia face financing risks. In both larger and smaller economies, Moody's said, the socio-political repercussions of the rising cost of necessities like food are a risk. At CCST, Managing Director, Credit Strategy and Research at Moody's said at the recent Emerging Market Summit Asia 2022 that the key question today is whether aggressive monetary tightening by central banks around the world will bring down inflation without pushing economies into recession. Moody's said its baseline expectation is that global growth will slow significantly, but a deep global recession will likely be avoided. 
However, there are risks to this baseline, including from an even more severe energy shock in Europe or a sharper than anticipated growth slowdown in China. Moody's said Asia's emerging economies have a record of growing faster on average than other regional peers. Asia's companies have benefited from the globalization of supply chains and cross-border financial investment over the past few decades. Meanwhile, China's rapid growth had positive spillovers for Asian emerging markets. Now, with the globalization risk rising, slowing growth in China in tighter global financing conditions, maintaining high growth rates will require new catalysts to spur investment and productivity-driven growth, Moody's said. Asian emerging markets that are able to generate economic dynamism through public policy or private innovation will likely have an edge over their peers. Meanwhile, Tanchanko said if the market is able to hold its position at 6,600, this will be considered as its support, while its immediate dynamic resistance is seen at the 200-day exponential moving average. Tanchanko said if it falls below 6,600, however, it may test its next support at its 50-day exponential moving average. For the stock picks, broker Regina Capital Development Corporation advised to buy when support holds for the stock of Emperador Incorporated, as all its technical indicators are unanimously bullish towards the stock. The broker said it can be inferred that its recent price declines are just that of a pullback. Regina Capital said, hence, it can be interpreted that some investors are top slicing following the spike of Emperador of almost 5% last Friday. Regina Capital said to give a better illustration, bullish momentum is still present and so does the buying pressure. The shares of Emperador Incorporated closed last Friday at 20 pesos and 10 centavos apiece. Meanwhile, Regina Capital advised to buy on breakout on the stock of Ayala Land Incorporated as after days of moving sideways, its stock has finally staged a rally. Note that at its closing price, Ayala Land Incorporated is already near its psychological resistance of 30 pesos, Regina Capital said. Should the aforementioned resistance get pierced, another one awaits at 31 pesos, the broker said. The shares of Ayala Land Incorporated closed last week at 27 pesos and 80 centavos apiece. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the BM Waterloo podcast. Please send us a message on Twitter with the hashtag BM Podcast. Many thanks to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emmanuel Acalas for the technical and sound editing. This is Dennis Estopas of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and support each other. Thank you for listening.